0: Metal
1: cough. Hey, hey.
0: Record this on a uh, Sunday, John. Hanging out for a big week in the uh, NFL, believe it or not. Got a lot going on today. Even though there's not much going on today, that's what true pros do. They <laughs>
1: dig They dig deep,
0: guy. They did, dig deep. Did uh, Someone tweeted at me on Saturday when Bryson was uh, continuing his run as a cultural phenomenon. I got a tweet. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but they just tweeted at me and said, Did Bryson miss the cut? Acted like they're kidding, but they're obviously making fun of me for suggesting last week that a good long shot bet might be Bryson to miss the cut at the uh, Arnold Palmer. The answer to that question, John, I'm prepared to say is no, he did not miss the cut.
1: Sometimes (laughs) I remember we were talking going into the AFC and NFC championship game week and it might have been like Monday or Tuesday and we were talking about the odds of the four teams. And or it might have been even the divisional round. They're like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the worst odds. I just vividly remember seeing it was like I remember seven talking or eight about to it one. on the show. Yeah. The Packers were two to one. The Chiefs were like a little less than two to one. And it was like, what? What about Tampa? And I think most people are like, no, nah, that's crazy. Tampa. No. And then, fuck, they kind of dominate the Packers. They definitely dominate the Chiefs. And you're looking back, like that's where long shots do hit
0: sometimes. Yeah. You know what? That's a great—I remember talking about it with you. Now, my pick was not the—my pick was uh, Packers over Chiefs, I think, the Super Bowl. No, Packers yeah. over Bills in the Super Bowl was my pick. But I remember we talked about it, and you said, is that value? With a, like, you knew it was value, and I said, yes, it is value. Maybe this is a lesson to remember for next year. When you're down to the final four in the NFL after they've played an 18-week season— and then they've gotten through the playoffs, and now you're in the final four. You're in the conference championship games. It probably makes sense, even if you don't love the team, to just take the team with the longest odds. Because they gotta win one game, then in the Super Bowl. And then they're in the Super Bowl, and who knows what the hell's gonna happen.
1: What if I told you the team with the longest odds has the greatest player in the history of the sport? At quarterback. Even better. Because <laughs> I honestly didn't pay him that much attention. And looking back, Tom Brady. I think sometimes we go, come on, Tom, are you really like holding on to this 199 people passing you up? But it's not. No one was picking Tampa going into that week, guy. Definitely the week at Lambeau. I think the Packers felt like they were going to win the game. They felt destined whether they were going to beat the Chiefs or not. But looking back, like Tampa goes, wait, you were like equating. It. We were like the Bills equal. Like are you are you out of your mind? We got Tom fucking Brady. Yeah. And they were right. They had Tom Brady and they won the Super Bowl, guy. Won the Super Bowl. They, they were pretty big underdogs. I, I refused to bet a money line in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <I>
0: mean, just, <laughs> Tom Lesson had learned. a point. Lesson learned. Uh, all right, everybody. Don't forget, on iTunes, leave us a review. Five stars. We appreciate it. In your review, leave a question. Any question. Any question for the ham mailbag. We've, uh, the last two weeks, we've put the mailbag out on a Saturday. In fact, this last week, we did it live. We did the mailbag live on Friday on YouTube and then posted the podcast on a Saturday. So we're just trying different things. Tell us what you like. But um, maybe that's the plan again this week. We'll see. But uh, leave us a review with a question. And uh, that's, that's how you get in the mailbag. It's supposed to rain. So
1: we'll be inside maybe a couple days. We can just do some extra work. Uh, okay. Check out the YouTube page. Hey, we're Middlecoff. We'll have some separate content up there for sure this week. And uh, just check it out. We got a lot, of, a lot of interesting interesting stuff up there. A lot of content.
0: Okay. Content. We also have to uh, give congratulations to our DraftKings winner. Do you have it in front of you? The guy that won DraftKings? The person that won DraftKings this week? I got it right here uh, if you don't.
1: Big hard on. No. <laughs>
0: what was the name last week? <laughs> big Boney was the name last B- week. Yeah, Big Boney. Who's the guy this year? Or this, uh, week? this week? This week was actually a little stunning in terms of the roster. This, uh, this week was Elias Lynch 97. Son of a gun, man. Another full name on the internet. Shout out to you, Elias Lynch 97. Unless that's about Elias and Aaron Lynch, I uh, do think a lot of I do think a lot of people put their, their full name on the internet. I just think of the area
1: that like people like me and you forever. I I, I think we've other places now, but congregated for a long period of time. Twitter.com is oh, where Oh, I thought you were going to avoid hide. saying the word Twitter. I, you didn't. I, I, I do think on Instagram, definitely on Facebook, people are there as themselves. Twitter is the one I'd say for the most part where people really hide behind just complete fake identities and talk a lot of shit. I talk a lot of shit, too, and I, I know a lot of other people do, too, with
0: my full name. I almost made a burner last week, and then I was like, this is such a waste of time, just for fun. <laughs> but then I was like, I have, I've almost made a burner several times. I was like, oh, this is a, what am I really going to do? Am I going to sit here just tweeting at people? That's, well, come on. Uh, anyway, Elias, uh, his team, John, uh, this was a smaller game, won 135 bucks. Should we go back to 100 people this week for the players? I think we, I think we have to. I, I wouldn't be opposed— to do a twenty dollars
1: game, but again, I can be you know if we just want to go ten, uh, the players they yeah, say the fifth major.
0: I, I'm down. I mean, I, I don't want my DraftKings balance to fall below seven hundred and fifty dollars, but yeah, I'm down. Yeah, uh, I have two dollars in there, so I'd, <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to put some cash. in I there. finished eighth this week. I don't know where you. Anyway, Victor Hovland, Will Zalatoris, Max Homa, uh, Lanto Griffin, Brandon Todd, and uh, Corey Connors. So didn't have. Didn't have Bryson, but that was the winner. By, uh, looks like, uh, three and a half points over second place, D-SERP. That, that to me, is a good internet name. That's a good internet like name. D-SERP, yeah. d 112. Slurp this. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, all right. A lot to get into today. Like John said, we'll have more stuff up on the uh, YouTube. Oh, one other thing. Can we welcome? We'll tell you more about it later in the podcast. I had several people DM me, John. And ask, what was the sponsor that you kind of hinted at last week on the podcast? Apple. And I was like, <laughs> do you mean Warriors World wondering uh, publicly on Twitter on Sunday which uh, Niners trade John was hinting at? Did you see that tweet from did, Warriors yeah. World? Yeah. I, saw, was I saw it, yep. Uh, I was, and no, the, the question was which sponsor is coming this week. We can tell you now. This week, you'll be able to go to, I think, a very cool company's website. I went to their store last week and talked to some people there and checked out all their product, which we've known about for years. American Giant is on the podcast this week. Fantastic apparel company. Long lasting. Believe it or not, it can be done. 100% American made. American-giant.com with the promo code ham will get you 15% off. Like I said, this is not the ad. We'll We'll give you the ad later. But you're gonna to want to hear it, or you just right now as you're listening, go to AmericanDietGiant.com/slash/ham or promo code ham, excuse me. I, I'm just thrilled to have them on the podcast, John. I've been yeah. aware of their product for a long time. There's a reason we've never had to do Patreon, right, or anything, because we got we got companies that like to doing shit, business. Because I might be open to it. Yeah, I'm though. not.
1: I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I I have been historically, but hey, you know, I'm always open minded. But we, I, I like doing organic deals with partners and pushing fucking product.
0: And uh, that's how you support Haberman Milkoff and keep us going. This is, is, uh, you know, we always tell you guys about different products. Not always. We often do. We always appreciate your support. This one, I think we'll do maybe middle of the week. We'll have a YouTube. We'll probably be wearing nothing but American Giant stuff. Um, Because they hooked us up. So I'm fired up with their high-level stuff. Yeah. And then, you know,
1: obviously got to give our love to our, you know, a long, long long-standing partner, mybookie.ag, promo code. Ham won, and listen, I've been hammering home forever. I've been gambling since I was going to Cash Creek in, in high school. Cash Creek in high school. Would made you my wear first diapers sports so you bet. you wouldn't have to leave the table? I made my first sports bet in college and been gambling now with mybookie.ag for about you know four or five years. Was
0: that Giants over uh, Patriots, minus uh, plus 14, 13 and I think a it was, half? I, I think it was like yeah, 13,
1: maybe 13 and a half. It was my first ever big, big sports bet. I, I, I guess I had made... Bets at when I had gone to Vegas before, but that was my first ever online bet, and it's a high you couldn't, you just, you're not, you know, you're just stuck doing it. Uh, and I'd say mybookie.ag. I, you know, listen, I made a little live bet this week, Bryson Deschambeau, six to one, when we were almost taking him to miss the cut earlier in the week. You had to pivot once you saw he was playing well, and I, you know, I won $700 actually, six, but I got my money back a 100. I was down to my last a 100 in my account, and I was like, Ugh. oh, this has to hit. I chased. Mm. And I, cha- and I won the damn race. And then we got this week, we got the players. For, Bukepka, pull, you know, bounced. He's, not, he's injured. But 48 of the top 50 players. We have college basketball conference tournaments, right, all over the country this week. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, how, you want to bet on some Major League Baseball futures? Get on it right now.
0: MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. D- did you know, I might do some research and actually get in on this. You can bet on the Grammys at MyBookie. Dot AG, promo code ham one where uh, they'll match that first deposit fifty percent. Did not know that you can also decline the bonus uh, because remember if you accept the bonus you have to bet the full amount uh, before you can withdraw funds. But you can also re- decline the bonus. Just use the promo code ham one. They know we sent you. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Chil- Chilumbo, John is plus one thousand right now for Song of the Year.
1: I got some music takes actually, album of for the year. Little, sorry, a little, little later this uh, this podcast. It's something that's really. A little old man get off my lawn
0: but I actually do believe it I don't even think it's really debatable Uh, Coldplay you can get it on them John Plus 1000 they've got an album in the uh, album of the year which is is that uh, what's the difference between album of the year and record of the year
1: yeah are we still calling things albums and records with the streaming stuff it feels a little antiquated what would you call it just call it like their songs yeah but they still put out a what package but who's buying like do CD players but I'm just saying you and I have cars with CD players but where would you even, what would you buy? There's I'm just no saying, what do you call anymore. the
0: collection of songs that they put out?
1: They're not yeah, singles. To me, I always thought like a record, an album, that's, yeah, a collection of sing I don't know. I, I, I just wonder if we should change the verbiage because forever it was like you go to Tower Records. <laughs> it shows you how dated I am. And grab a cassette and then it turned into a CD. Who in there, when's the last time any humans bought a CD? These cards the last 10 years don't even have CD inputs. Like, my, my 2011 car is, like, the, one of the last years of CDs actually working. I just don't, got cut I, off.
0: I mean, it makes sense. But, again,
1: what, what do you I I don't know. I don't the have album. the answer. It just – part of, like, to me, the album, though, was
0: getting something tangible. Like, oh, I bought the album, right? Yeah, but I think to the artist, wasn't it? You're putting out, like, this is this edition. They're editions? Put out a new edition? Yeah, I don't know. I did, maybe this is something I'm ahead of the curve on. I, well, look, look for that to change. <laughs> Maybe one day, <laughs> it's possible. I, I, yeah, it is. I just don't know what. I, I yeah, don't I guess either. You could start stop putting out albums. You just put out singles. You just put out twelve singles, some, one a month, over the course of a yeah. year or two a month, yeah, or see, three a month, see or which one, five see a month. See which one slams. Yeah. But um, you know, I something I never used to do. I shouldn't say that. I haven't done it in a long time since probably CDs came out. When you had tapes. People got to understand you would pro- I at least you'd listen CDs. I would always be skipping around. So sometimes I do like going listen to the album as the artist constructed it as they intended, because that's never my thing. I'm usually I usually I n- almost never get through a full song. If I'm listening, I always skip ahead with like 30 seconds left. Um, See, that, that's why I'm very I need to purchase one of these one of these uh, no
1: ads, because the way I do Pandora, I get a limited number of skips. So if it's a song I do like and I know I've already skipped a couple, I know I can run out. So I'm just like, I gotta ride this out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love That's, this song, but I don't hate this song. I don't feel as bad because I heard Richard Jefferson a couple years ago. He's like, one thing that people don't understand about LeBron, he's really cheap, and he won't pay for Pandora no ads. I'm like, I can relate does to that. Play, I, does he play? Does he
0: doesn't pay for the Com app? Ninety nine bucks a year. Yeah. The what app? Remember he was he was uh, advertising that app, the Com app, or like. Uh, uh, you do meditations or uh, McConaughey read you a book, puts you to bed oh, with yeah. a McConaughey story. I, I've actually reached out to them trying
1: to get them on the podcast. I actually think that'd be kind of cool.
0: Um, They've kind of stopped advertising, but um,
1: uh, did you see Title? The thing Jay Z owned was it back? No, he sold it, and I saw someone was like, "Whoever even used Title? <laughs> like, he sold it, it for a lot of money. Make money? Yeah, he sold. He put in fifty million, sold it for like three or four hundred. I thought." Or maybe he, that's how much he made. So but I just saw people commenting like, who, to Jack
0: Dorsey. who bought this thing? Like, who listened to Tidal? I, I've never had anyone... It, one
1: of the things they hung their hat on was, like, exclusivity, but also, like, I guess the music quality was supposed to be better. Oh, yeah. But clearly, like, Apple, Spotify, I mean, dominated them. Even Pandora. I mean, that's... Do they have Pandora's a pretty genius idea. No, I think the only place you can find him, are like, Walmart... Walmart and, like and Channel
0: 55 on XM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But sometimes you can be driving around Channel 55 and it's like, oh, Katy Perry or, you know, like Tom Petty. Or he'd be like, you know, this really a lot of inspiration here. Listen to Aretha Franklin. Yeah, my favorite (laughs) song. Yeah,
0: no doubt. But I don't even think you can find Garth on YouTube. I think he's hard to find there. He's nowhere. That's when you know you're really rich. You don't need YouTube? You don't need any of it. Yep. Uh, All right, John. By the way, here's what's coming up. I mentioned this week. We have a big pro day this week in the NFL. Actually, a couple because remember... Was it uh, Daniel Jeremiah that mocked Rashawn Slater, the tackle from Northwestern to the Niners in his initial mock draft? I think he did. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, he works out on Tuesday. We'll find out if he's a dancing bear. And then Friday, Trey Lance will have his pro day. I don't know where. I would assume it's like in Southern California. Not. You think it's in North Dakota? Maybe it doesn't it? at college and the other guys who we played with get to work out. Through. I, th- I think
1: a, a huge part of it is, with a guy like Trey Lance is helping. If you have other seniors on your team or draftable or fringe guys is to do it at your home place. If yeah. he did his own, you know, a little bit in the biz F you to his own guys, you know, it's like he, he's supposed to uplift his own guys. For sure, Ryan, Ma- Ryan Ryan Matthews had a massive, had a massive combine. He did not need to do anything or show up to the, com- uh, to the Fresno state pro day. He's like, I'm not only going to show up. I'm going to work out. I want, I want everyone to come see Shea Yee, as your tutu. I want, and it really helped. I mean, he got multiple GMs there when he announced he's working out. Now I'm not. I don't know if Trey Lance working out in L.A. You know, it's just not ideal for his group.
0: No, I mean, but it he hasn't play, played a football play game. This year. They played a game. He didn't play True. like in October. But he's from Minnesota, right? So maybe he's just—is that in the area? It's a I get lost over there in Midwest North. Uh, we're a couple weeks away from an a- John. The Alabama Pro Day is just. I mean, it's just, it's Jones, My recommendation, Waddell, My recommendation Smith, Soutain, for all those guys. I,
1: I would not work out if I was any of those guys. What do any of them have to prove?
0: Yeah, nothing. I but, talk out of both sides of it. But also, Devontae. He should do this for his teammates, but it's like, what is Jalen Waddle running for? Well, his teammates don't need it. <laughs> what is? But what is Jalen Waddle coming into the national championship game for? Loves football. Uh, then, you know, Niner's Twitter will be uh, will be a buzz on March 24th when J.C. Horn, John, uh, has his pro date, South Carolina, cornerback. Uh, you think he should put a – should he put a phone in the uh, in the
1: stanchion of the uprights? Is that what it's called, the stanchion of the uprights? Or just Stanchion's the, the
0: NBA like – the basketball stand. I don't – yeah, maybe. I've never quite understood what stanchion is. Me either. I just know it's Paul's – It's a name that I don't – I try to avoid using it because I'm like I, – I don't even – I don't know how else you describe it, but – Uh, It's a good question because his his father is Joe Horn. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson's at the end of the month. Justin Fields is at the end of the month. Did you you know this guy? That if you were an elite athlete
1: and you procreate and make a child, that child's probably more likely to have an opportunity to also be an elite athlete than... People like me, you, and just uh, most normal people that
0: have children. That's why I'm going to adopt, John. and Just hope that I <laughs> hit on somebody else's kid.
1: What I, what might not be a terrible idea is just to befriend, you know, a pro athlete and be like, listen, bro, could I just, could we do one? Like, I'm going to have a couple kids on my own, but I wouldn't mind borrowing. I'll pay you just a little insemination. You don't actually get to do it with my wife, but can we just, you know, do a little insemination and all right. of a sudden I got fucking a little Christian McCaffrey running around. Can you do a little, like, a little oh, mix? Where, where'd
0: you get this guy? Like, you know, it's just... I knew I had it in me. <laughs> well, I saw Tom Brady tweet that Maya Brady, his niece, hit a home run for UCLA softball on Sunday. His but, sister like, I, was a dominant yeah, pitcher at Yeah, see, to me, like, clearly
1: their, their athletic genes were
0: pretty good. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's to your point. Yeah. yeah. His sister was an elite softball player. I'm not sure what her husband's situation was, but her daughter— Elite athlete, clearly. Well, does, and is it one of Brady's sisters married to Kevin Euclid? Like that child might be okay. Yep.
1: <laughs> you <know? Another> <laughs> like, more than likely, if they if they catch Wait, maybe if that's... your child catches Euclis and Brady's child on like uh, the, the little league field, the, that kid's gonna be better. Maybe I got his sister's name. I made him get his sisters confused. Well, he's got four of them, right? He had a big family. Yeah. Euclis is definitely married to one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. they're I'm all just trying to remember
0: Did I say? I don't remember his sisters. I've never met any of them, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I might have confused him with Jen Brady, who was a great tennis player from UCLA. Not related. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, she she played the finals the other day of the Aussie Open. Um, so you want a
1: tennis play? She's a tennis player and a softball player. Not
0: related. Not related to Tom. No, I might she have her Jen, I might have just called her sister Jen because I got them confused. But that chick did both play softball and no, tennis? No, no, just a tennis player. Oh,
1: okay, gotcha. I was gonna be like, God, that's pretty impressive. <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, a ton of quarterback rumors, John. Aren't these, uh, these are our favorites. I know when the Deshaun thing started, I think you and I both thought, I, I can't get enough of this. I will never get worn out on Deshaun Watson rumors. But I once thought that about Peter Pitt. And two months later, I cannot step foot anywhere near a Peter Pitt without wanting to throw up. So I'm not quite there with Deshaun yet, though. But I'm definitely there with Peter Pitt. I know this.
1: I am hypothetical down. And we've been hammering them home pretty consistently. Part of it because the Niners sucked, and even the Raiders got knocked out of the playoffs pretty early. We've been hammering them since football was being played. I can't talk about it anymore. Now, luckily, we're almost to the home stretch where I I do think we're just going to have more tangible information within a week and a half. Free agency is going to start, and you would think there'll just be some dominoes, right? A Mariota trade, maybe a Darnold trade, because I... We've talked over and over. I think it's fair to assume that Deshaun um, or or Watson gets cut. or gets cut, yeah. But some, but something's going to happen. Yeah. like the rubber's going to meet the road with that. The rubber doesn't have to meet the road with Sam Darnold or Deshaun Watson. Like those guys might not get traded until the draft. And there's Deshaun Watson is not a 100% lock to get traded. But I can't do these. Where's Deshaun going to go anymore? Like I, we, we've done it every time. And I, even when I hear when I hear other people talking about it, it's just like. We, we, we Just when it gets traded, I'll react at this point. Like, there's not an angle that I can't fucking touch. Unless, now,
0: unless one comes up, we'll touch an angle that we haven't heard of yet.
1: John McClain did, like, a hypothetical, something that's out there, of, like, Kyler Murray straight up for, I don't know, straight up, but, like, Kyler Murray plus some picks for Deshaun Watson. And, like, if that were to happen, I would have a tangible reaction, but I'm not going to react to a hypothetical reaction. Like, I... Yeah, I mean, that would be kind of crazy. Initial take would be like, kind of a red flag on Kyler. Didn't they just draft him number one overall and he's the perfect quarterback for Kyler? Or, I mean, for Cliff? He's he's on a rookie contract. Shouldn't he have the upside to be a star? Rosillo suggested but, Herbert for Deshaun Watson. That was him, him a, and... Uh... Well, to me, I, I've seen that hypothetical out there. That's a hard no if you're the Chargers. The most the, To me, the, it would, where negative reflects Kyler that he would even be out in trade rumors, even though, well, obviously Deshaun's better than Kyler...
0: But are these yeah, really the, even the, trade rumors? Well,
1: but the, but to me, the best attribute is a rookie guy and a rookie quarterback who's a top pick, who's elite. Now, Justin just had one year. Kyler, again, I was told he was going to be elite. We've seen flashes of eliteness. Like, isn't this the guy you wanted? Like, what
0: what the fuck are we doing here? But I, but is that even a real rumor? Is that a no, rumor I, or well, just a <laughs> hypothetical? Like, that's your point, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were a couple we had um, in the last couple of days through the weekend. Uh, that was, you mentioned the Jeff McLean. We had Michael Lombardi say, or right in the athletic that he thinks Kyle Shanahan would like Darnold and that, uh, the jets, he thinks the price would be a top 10 second round pick, which is, you know, Adam Schefter, remember said it here first. He thought it would be a first rounder for Darnold on this podcast. Late, uh, late first, late first. Now it's a late, I mean, an early second, <laughs> which is in the Niners kind of wheelhouse. Um, uh, I'm. I'm not. You know. You and I have. I, I, here's one thing I have to keep reminding myself. When you've watched a lot of a guy, and you have an opinion on that guy, they can they can change it for you. They can change. Your, I'm open to have my opinion change when I watch a player. But if you formed an opinion watching a lot of a guy, don't change the opinion based on a couple of plays. And like my opinion on Darnold was, I don't think he's great. And. Over the course of the year, you'd see some highlights, and I'd go, Well, you can't do some of them, maybe. You know, you kind of start feeling a certain way. This historically it's the way it is with Kirk, where it's like, I, 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 he is, you cannot, he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And then you watch a team whose quarterback isn't as good as Kirk, and you go, I would take Kirk. Just uh, fine. That's an upgrade, which it at this point feels like it would be for the Niners. But it, I would not feel good about giving up an early second round pick for Sam Darnold, is my point. If that's the price, who knows if it will be. I heard, uh, um, what's his name from uh, 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 Schrager not what's his name, Peter Schrager said he, he, his guess right now is Darnold stays put. He's like it's just a guess he's like I don't even know if they know yet what they're going to do they probably don't. He's like but that would just be my guess if I had to pick one I would guess he stays put. So, and did you hear
1: the way he said it? was yeah. like you know I'm pretty good friends with Robert Sala. I know LaFleur and I'm very close with the owner and I know Joe Douglas. So it's like he's not just saying I think he's kind of right. I also think this was Sam Darnold, and listen, I'm not a Michael Lombardi hater. I, I haven't listened to his podcast really the last couple of weeks, just because again, I am worn out by football talk about potential hypotheticals because that's what I do, and that's what everyone's doing. It's like I, I just I don't care what other people think. I think Mike clearly works in the league for a long time, knows his shit, Belichick, like he's seen it at the highest level. He did say something in there that just is a little bullshit. They're like, Kyle wants, you know, he he likes athletic quarterback. It's really because one thing, Darnold is actually completely opposite of any quarterback he's ever succeeded with. Now we've, we've kind of talked about what he said about Josh Allen, but until he actually pulls the trigger and does something, the the resume of what Kyle likes is Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins. He drafted CJ Bethard. Jimmy is by far the most athletic guy of the bunch like, I, I actually think he's the opposite. Now, has he changed his opinion? Time will tell when something actually potentially happens, we hope. <laughs> Please, God. But, and I don't even, I just mean like just something. But I, I would say that that is not the case, that the thing Sam Darnold does is anything that Kyle has historically looked for in guys. Right. Right. Yeah. If anything, he's RG3. the opposite. Turns
0: the, <laughs> turns the ball over a shitload. Well, see, but that's a different... Right now, you're talking about something different than athleticism. I think you're... I agree. Yeah, but I'm saying he turns the ball... I, I see a lot of, like, hero ball
1: turnovers. 100%. Like, like... Which Jimmy does occasionally, too, and it clearly drives Kyle nuts.
0: Just because... I think we've reached this point where we... What makes this year so interesting for the Niners is we want to see if Kyle is going to deviate at all from what he has... Like, if he drafts a quarterback... Does he draft Mac Jones or does he draft Trey Lance, right? If you were to draft Trey Lance, you'd be like, oh my God. Like, you'd have to conclude that the experience passing on Deshaun Watson, passing on Patrick Mahomes made him reevaluate a little bit. But I think the thing with Mahomes, I think he's a great example, even though he's an outlier of, yeah, Kyle, remember this is what we talked about with Sims. Does he need a quarterback that can bail him out on the field when something doesn't work? The answer for every coach is yes. Yes. Ideally, that's what you would want. But that can't be their best trait, I don't think. Like, their best trait has to be, if you're a smart coach, if if I call the play, the guy knows how to execute it, right? Like, Mahomes, for all the wild stuff he does, the biggest throw of his career was the one he suggested they make on the sideline, then they ran the play, and he nailed the throw. Like, that's the biggest throw of Patrick Mahomes' career. Not running around backwards, falling down, throwing from a, 80 degree angle or whatever, right? Not because yeah. 80 degrees standing up, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the biggest throw of Patrick Mahomes' career is when he played three and a half quarters of football and went to the sideline and said, I'm reading the defense. Here's the play that's going to work. And then stood in the what huddle angle. What were we going for 90 throw.
1: degrees? Huh? 90 degrees? Was that what angle you were going for? No, I'm going for more like, you know. Because he whatever. was. He was. Well, the wasp, remember, Bose was coming at him. He was kind of I'm just back saying 80 on the back. He was
0: basically standing up straight. So that's not. That's not an incredible play. Probably like 60, but he was definitely – it was an incredible play. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, you know, I think sometimes we say, I want the guy that can make the Mahomes play. But the reason the Chiefs are consistently so good is because Mahomes makes the plays he's supposed to first and foremost, and he also makes the incredible plays. So if Darnold's best highlights are the incredible plays, but then when it's all their form, he doesn't make them, that's, that's not a Kyle Shanahan guy. Yeah. I just think
1: when the dust settles and nothing might happen when free agency happens with the quarterback, Jimmy could last till the draft and he could even outlast the draft. If things don't break, they don't like any of these quarterbacks, we'll have a better idea. And I I think for the most part, we're going to have an idea on all this stuff. And I think for the first time, I, I do understand if you were like a Raider fan where you got like, oh my God, Gruden rumors again. And I I, I get it because I feel like that was some of these rumors, though. We've pushed back on like, well, Russell did put his name in there. And we've talked a lot about where Derek makes the most sense. Like if it doesn't happen this year and he's like available, then I, I like maybe we should just maybe they're just cool with Derek. But like that is like right now, that is a hypothetical. But there's tangible stuff behind it where he fucking put this team on the list. There were only if there had been ten of them, I'd be like, okay, there were four,
0: right, right. If this was if he's a five star recruit who just tweeted out, here's my ten teams, and I
1: think Schrager or someone mentioned, I heard somewhere is like, yeah, I've heard about ten teams have called because Schrager said that, yeah. Like I've said, if you're Seattle, you're gonna want like some sort of, hey, can we get the Jets and the Dolphins involved, right? You just want more people involved, even if you were cool with sending them to the Raiders, just so you get more. Yeah. Like, I just don't, wanna, like, I, I don't want anything the Saints have. I saw, I saw one of the Saints writers write yesterday, like, we need to stop talking about Russell Wilson. They have no shot. And it's just just from a simple standpoint is their picks suck. And if you're just Seattle, you go, well, you have no quarterback to give us one. And two, if we do hand them to you, I'd be crazy to not think you're going to be sweet, <laughs> right? Like, it, it makes, they make the
0: least sense of the group. And but the Raiders not, make the most sense. Yeah, but but again, like this to your original point, even though you get worn out a little bit on some of this stuff, I don't think we appreciate how unique this particular story is, where you have a Schefter report where he is naming the agent who is naming four teams that Russell would be open to getting traded to, while it feels like they're not really all that close to trading Russell Wilson. The only reason the Saints are here is because Russell said, "I'll play for the Saints." It's like yeah, yeah okay, great, but uh, I, well see that I, I, I don't to, know that's where
1: I'd push back a little bit. I feel Seattle's kind of open to it.
0: Well, like they're going. I'm just series. saying, if right now I said to you, over fifty percent or under fifty percent, he gets traded, what would you say? I think I'd go fifty-one forty-nine. He's traded. Uh, see, I just I, as a rule of thumb, I just don't say that when it comes to trading quarterbacks. Now maybe this year's different.
1: But well, that's where I'm at the point because nothing's happened since the one sweet trade. Of like, I'm hoping it's different, but there's no... You never know, right? You just don't. And you would lean, like, is Seattle really going to trade fucking Russell Wilson? Pro- you know, that's where... You, the pushback on my 51.49, And that's where I get back to, like... Yeah, Pete's 69, 70 years old. He's got $100 million in the bank. I don't think he cares. You know, like, Gudakin's well, last win. year. When the Rodgers thing happened. Gutekind's in LaFleur, for example. Let's say last year they thought, like... You know, we could probably get a lot for Rodgers right now. Uh, we could sell kind of high, even though he was a little down. So maybe he, they wouldn't be selling at peak high. But I'm sure they had pretty crazy... Con- if the actual conversations they had leading up to that Jordan Love draft about Aaron Rodgers, like that month of like March and April 2020, ever got out, people would be like, Oh my God, you see how crazy negative they've been talking about Aaron Rodgers? But that would be career suicide for the, like those guys... This, they're both like, I mean, LaFleur's 40, Gudekins I, I can't be older than 45. I mean, that's just, it would, I don't think Pete gives a fuck. I, I honestly don't. If he can feels he gets a sweet trade that he can win with, right? He can make a trade that, for example, Gudekins or if I had just put Gutekind's and LaFleur had Russell Wilson, and it just took over a couple years ago, they couldn't make the trade. I just think Pete's in a unique spot with his age and his equity of like, he can pull the trade. He doesn't have that much longer. Right, but there's... And but, the owner's but, dead. But this so is a like story he's in because
0: Russ tweeted out teams. True, 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 yeah. And there's only so many teams that make sense. And not all of those teams cross over with Russ's
1: list. Unless Seattle can convince Russ to let the other teams in. Because if they won't, then it,
0: it doesn't, like, it does just end. For sure. Right? For sure. Uh, the other one was Greg Bedard says Jimmy uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is plan A for the Patriots. You said that, uh, I don't know, whatever day that was, Friday maybe?
1: I got a DM from someone. They're like, how could Belichick be such a great, just such a great, right, for 20 years, making all these smart moves, winning all these games, out-coaching so many people? It was never hypothetical when people would talk about his genius, right? I think it's easy to forget just society we live in. Hell, I I don't remember a month ago, let alone six months ago, let alone five years ago. But how many times over the years – People that in the business of talking about it or people listening to this in the consumption of like, can you believe what Belichick pulled on Sunday Night Football, right? Or can you believe what he did? And he was smiling on the sideline. He always had these wrinkles. And the person basically asked, like, I'm a diehard Patriot fan. How can we be in a spot where we just have no answers at quarterback? And I'm like, there's aren't that many answers at quarterback for anybody unless he's on your team and you're or you're drafting one. If they're not and you just need a quarterback... That's what like half the league is all the time. And you just kind of hope things break your way. You just hope you can make a trade or you hope that you just land even like a Dak Prescott in the draft. It's just, there's nothing. He he can be the smartest guy in the room. What were his options? Like last year, what could he have done? He just, Cam just kind of landed in his lap and he didn't, he just, he had no other options this year. What could he have done? That hasn't already been done. He wanted Stafford. Stafford specifically said, I will not play for them. They weren't going to trade him to the Patriots. Right w- w- right now, what are his options? Well, He could have already traded for Mariota. Well, is that really that great of an option? No. I think he would 100% if Jimmy was available, would trade for Jimmy. Because it's an easy one for him. He knows Jimmy. And-, and Jimmy's proven when healthy, you can win with him. Josh knows Jimmy. But what if that doesn't become an option? What if the Niners get shut out on Deshaun Watson? You know, they- they're not able to trade up in the draft. and It's like Jimmy's back with fucking Trubisky as the backup. Well, what does Bill do? Well, he wanted Jimmy, and Jimmy doesn't
0: become available. It's out of his control. Yeah, he drafts a quarterback, but that may not be the answer. The last quarterback he drafted— But he's drafting 15th. Well, no, I'm not saying he drafts the premium quarterback. I'm just saying he drafts a quarterback. And that guy may or may not be the answer, but the last quarterback he drafted that we thought was up next is clearly not the answer. Who wrote—didn't somebody write that, that like, no one— the Stenum has no respect in the Patriots locker room or they were terrified that he'd take the field? Uh, no one, none of his teammates wanted to see him on the field. Like they just had no faith in him. God. So, uh, I don't know if they, I don't know if it was, they didn't like him, but it was basically the essence was they had no faith in him. So that was the last guy he drafted, which what round did he draft Stidham in? I I was going to look that up. It feels like, yeah, fourth, fifth. It's not like he drafted him that high, right? No, I'm just, the, the point is just that one of his options this year is draft a quarterback and it may not be very high. Yeah. And it might be. Fourth. So, yeah, just, I just think it's hard.
1: You know, yeah, I agree. That's in a, in, a, in a weird way. The Niners are in a shitty position because they clearly don't feel great about their quarterback. But relative to like the Saints, the Bears, like the other teams that are in the mix for a lot of these quarterback situations, kind of like the Cowboys, I'd say the Niners are a little bit like at least they just have a fallback option, right? They just have a guy who's an NFL player. Now, the Cowboys, I mean, I guess Dak did get hurt last year too. Both of them. G- g- injury, question mark, but at least they just have a guy that they can stick with. Like the Bears are screwed. You know, the Patriots or I mean could be screwed. The Patriots could be screwed. Washington football team could be screwed. The Niners might be screwed because they might not be able to quote unquote upgrade, but at least they got it. Right? That's where the the Raiders have been kind of lucky. They've just had an option for the last three years. And they've just stuck with them. And then this year he finally proved like, ah, they got an asset now, it feels like in Derek. The Niners I would say only truly have an asset because of the desperation of his former team, right? They might be able to get, like I keep saying, like a fifth. Maybe you could get Bill, who's just desperate, like gives you his, you know, a future three or two, who knows, right? Out of desperation.
0: Yeah. The market, Patri- the Patriots what, have a ton of cap space. What the market would be will partly dictate that. And then this unknown. Element of? Do the Niners owe them one? Uh, maybe I'm cool. I, I, I'm, I'm cool with saying yeah. I am. Too. Bill, Bill did. Bill threw him a bone. I am too. But yeah, I am too. It's just how much are you? How much are you? How much? I mean, you're not going really to trade them do it door. for a
1: six when you get a fourth, <laughs> right? But if you just told me they traded them back, they had a better offer, like an er, a fourth, but if they had an earlier fourth on the table, I'd be fine with that, right? Now you're not going to like trade them if it's a difference of a round. Something like that for sure. Maybe get a maybe you get plan. him to give you a player that yeah. you think could help your team. I wouldn't be a, like get Nikhil back with Ayuk. Uh,
0: Would you do something like that? No. You wouldn't do like a fourth in Nikhil. No. I, cause, um, how much does Nikhil cost this year? As a first round pick.
1: Ah. Uh, yeah, but he but he was the thirty first pick or something. I, it's like a million bucks. Uh, Fifth year option. I I wouldn't be a post. I don't Wouldn't love it,
0: <laughs> but I, I mean it's I don't I don't yeah. love Nikhil. Just I don't know how he just takes up. I don't I don't know. We
1: got a good ba- well. It's like you can't you can't bank on Debo staying healthy. You just need more reinforcements. Premium guy was a premium guy. Maybe builds just over him. I I can see something. I, again, I'm thinking outside the box here, guy. Okay? I'm I'm not opposed to that. I'm get him opposed- with his boy. You know, uh, get him in a more comfortable environment. West Coast guy might be. It's probably pretty intimidating over there. I just think that whole building probably, but
0: so's Kyle. Like, if you're too intimidated, I there, do think it's, it's a little easier with Kyle, I think, than Bill. I just expect you just have expectations. You, a lot's expected
1: of you. Kyle might treat you got, differently, but a lot's expected got, of you. Yeah, he got dropped into the Super Bowl champions with Tom. It was hard his rookie year. And he had he some hurt, injuries. Remember? Then he had to play with Cam, who couldn't throw. I'm just saying, some that's I, I'm just thinking outside the box. Just, just just trying to think right now. Not crazy.
0: Not a crazy thought. Not a crazy thought. Uh, John, before we get on uh, and uh, get to a few other things that we want to get to today, let's tell the people. And let's welcome American Giant to the podcast. You go to American-Giant.com and you use the promo code HAM to get 15% off your first order. American-Giant.com. It is extremely high quality. It is cool. It is long lasting. It is uh, all American. I mean, you go on and on and on and on and on. It's a company that uh, you and I have been well aware of for several years. They used to have, they have a store around the corner from where we used to work. They've got one. I went into their store on Thursday down on Chestnut Street in San Francisco, talked to Adam, was just checking out all their stuff. I wasn't there for this, I was just there. I wanted to go into the store and, uh, you know, try some stuff on. Made a couple purchases, and uh, we'll show it to you later in the week on YouTube. But uh, this is awesome stuff, and it's a great way if you're looking for uh, not only support the pod, but upgrade to a company that's awesome to support, American-Giant.com.
1: Well, think about this guy. Choosing American Giant means supporting a supply chain. And that's something that I think comes up as like, you know, it's 100% American. 100% American. In a day and age when the working class has been absolutely screwed over by corona and these rules— This is a company that employs these type of people. 100%. 100% of their supply chain is in the USA. I mean, how do you beat that? Hardworking people, local communities, quality clothes made? I mean, you can't beat that. American Giant, their actual name means what they're actually doing. Supporting local, literally, in this
0: America. Uh, American Giant believes clothes should be wearable for years, so you don't have to buy more than you need. Um, Their hoodies are, I think, probably their flagship item. Their zip-up hoodies are long-lasting and um i got I, i'm a big slub t-shirt guy i love the slub tee i don't know if i don't what's know what's a which, slub tee i don't it's even know just what that a, is, it's like uh it's like a little bit of a thinner kind of i don't it's i think it's like in the in the weave i, I again yeah. i don't know gotcha. all the uh, technical terms of uh, fabrics but it's my preferred frankly because it doesn't hug too tight sometimes a cotton tee can can kind of accentuate the wrong areas i like a slub for the hang. Um, so I went with the slub tee and uh, the zip-up hoodie. It's just, I mean, it's awesome stuff. And it's, well, guy, again, the key is fifteen percent off. Company fifteen percent off, guy. Fifteen percent off
1: your first order when you use the promo code HAM at American-Giant.com. Fifteen percent off. Go get yourself t-shirts, V-necks, the hoodies. Fifteen percent off when you use the promo code HAM H-A-M at
0: American-Giant.com. Got stuff for the fellas. Got some great stuff for the ladies as well, John. Get Whether you're on it, living yeah. off the couch these days or getting out into the world and doing some real-life uh, activity, American Giant's got everything you need. American-Giant. Dash So proud to have him on the podcast. We hope you support him like we do and like they support us. American-Giant.com. Dash Use the promo code HAM. 15% off. Do it. Bryson uh, did make the cut. Did make the cut. I... Uh, I thought of Barry Bonds immediately watching him on Saturday. Uh, What was that, 16? Uh, Six. Six, excuse me. Six. Over the water. 342 to carry the water. Crowds going bananas. And I just thought of when... You remember when Barry was chasing the single-season home run record? And maybe they did this actually for McGuire and Sosa, too. They would cut in on SportsCenter. Like, the game would be on the local telecast, but on SportsCenter, which, obviously, you were watching 24-7 back in 2001, just watching SportsCenter, watching ESPN all day long.
1: That used to happen a lot in baseball in the 90s. Cal, that, I mean, it was... They would just cut in. Like, oh,
0: Barry Bonds is up in the 7th. Let's take you live there. Let's listen. Like, that's... They used to to ride baseball content a lot in the 90s. And it was so great. The live look-in. Because you weren't going to see it anywhere else. The highlight was not about to be on social media five minutes later. The Bryson highlight took over... Especially on Saturday, right? It was just it was everywhere immediately. It was so cool.
1: Listen, man, I I think a lot of people on the PGA tour do not like the guy. I would say I, I got some texts from buddies today, like, is anyone rooting for Bryson right now? I actually don't think he's liked. He made some comments today like, There's the worst sand on the PGA tour. How do I he's a kind of a complainer and a whiner. I do think though he took a lot of people by storm by adding all this weight. The the best part of that Shot on hole six on Saturday was after he did it, and he plays to the crowd, and it's just we'll talk about crowds probably a little later. It is incredible, like sporting events. Talk about I think the spoken football, spokes. I think the NBA has been dramatically impacted by this. Baseball, it's hard regular season depending on the game, but definitely the playoffs. Sports are meant to happen with fans, because as a viewer, and now where all the money's created is through television. It's a much better television product when you just you feel the emotion of the crowd, the ups, the downs. That's part of it. Like, that's what makes college football so great. It's not just the game, the sport. The NFL is dramatically better just in terms of the talent and the speed and it all. But the, the atmosphere of Enter Sandman walking out of Virginia Tech, that fucking thing when people walk out at Penn State and Kirk Cur- Herbstreit's like taking a video on his phone, LSU at night, Autzen Stadium, I remember my cousin Kenny, who played at Fresno State, said you couldn't hear the guy next to you. This was, you know, in the mid-2000s. This has always been the loudest place on the West Coast. You can't hear. Playing. I, I remember when I was at Fresno State, we played Boise State in their heyday. That place was going nuts. The crowds are missed. And in golf, the empty places, I, we've been talking about for a while, it's like a lot easier to play. And seeing that moment and just the power of the crowd was like, God. Thank God we're turning the corner here. Now all these states are opening up. Even California said the Giants are going to be a lot of fans. I I mean, I think these places outdoors, I don't know about indoors, but outdoors wouldn't shock me if they're 80% by midsummer. I mean, golf, it's hard to even tell, like, who's really regulating them, especially in some of their, like, you know, in Florida, no one cares, or when they go to Texas or Memphis, some of these places. They're kind of out of the California swing, Augusta, I I would imagine there are going to be a lot of fans at the Masters, and it's just
0: cool. It's a, it makes a much better viewing experience. Well, the the right? moment with the crowd there Saturday was awesome, and then Sunday it was also awesome because the crowd already knew what to expect, and so it was they there was the build up before the moment like this you know the buzz of he's about to try it. I always contend if I'm going to a game. I, I am always real. If I don't make, I got to be there by lineups. That's always my rule. If I'm going to a game live, I got to be there by the starting lineups. I think the NBA, but I love football. This doesn't apply to, but it applies to the it applies to basketball and it applies football. To is just be there by the kickoff. Key and footballs be there by the time the big foghorn sounds, John. That's the indication. Thirty minutes, get into the stadium. Uh, the the starting lineups it, to me are like worth fifty percent of the ticket price. I love especially. I love starting lineups it's just the i don't know why it's the kid me the music the lights down the the hype video give me two and a half minutes of a hype video it can't be long too long if it's good you know after you played some silly music and you had the visitors i absolutely love starting lineups and it's just not you can't even i've been to a couple warriors games it's cool without the crowd the video is still cool but it's just it is not even close to the same so you're right first and foremost that's a huge part of it the other thing is you feel like you're watching Game, Something that matters. The game changed before your eyes. Yeah. Like he, he is, it's, he plays right next to another guy who then turns and hits the ball nowhere near where he just hit the ball. I mean, it's just, you just see it. You are seeing things. that's just everyone well, can I, identify with trying to hit the ball over water. I, I, the I pros I, I, are
1: not trying to do it except for him. Well, guy, Rory McIlroy, who's one of the greatest drivers in the history of golf. Went into that same fucking lake twice today. Took a seven on that hole. Tried to fly it twice. Went in maybe and not probably as far as Bryson did it. I've told you this. We haven't really talked about in the pod. I've had multiple times over Corona, and maybe it's just the mental health of society and us in California, the way we've been constricted. Seeing these other states rocking and rolling. I don't know. I'm not always in the best headspace. But when you're not in the best headspace, sometimes I question like, do I like sports as much anymore? And do you know what I've kind of come to the conclusion watching the Bryson moment? I think I'm fine when the places are just normal. I, I'm watching, this is not normal. Like watching the NBA, watching Steph go for 45 and the place is empty is not as cool. I am watching something that's watered down. So of course someone who's invested so much of my life into watching these events, like why doesn't Alabama LSU feel as cool? I don't know. There's fucking 20% people in there. That's, it's a huge well, part of v- the viewing experience. Just the, you hear the crowd, that Bryson shot, you could just hear the crowd going nuts and then Barstool or something retweeted on my timeline, a dude behind taking a picture and just seeing the crowds. Like, yes, this is what, so yes, I, okay. I, I kind of had a happy moment. Maybe I'm not hating sports. Cause sometimes older media guy that we've been around them, they don't, they hate it all. I like it still. I just need the crowds. The crowds make me as a consumer and a viewing, as a viewer experience dramatically better and I think it's just part of it obviously the ratings or whatever are down for different sports I think it's just natural you just watch it, it doesn't feel
0: quite as cool as big I, Not even there's, any, a lot, there's nothing even else to watch a lot of that's the crowd a part of it too is we we know there's no secret we're watching this and we know we're there's only one reason they're they're playing because they have to be there right throughout COVID baseball games basketball the NBA bubble they there's only playing because they have to be there for the money Right, College football games, None. Of the, the, I know there's no there's no race to the conference championship. One of the teams has played six games, one of them played eight games, one of them played four games, right? That's the other part of it, in addition to the crowds. is like you know you're watching. It'll be fun to come back, not just to watch sports with, with crowds. I'm with you. That's 90% of it. I do think maybe it's – I do think a big percentage of it, whatever the number is, is just watching it knowing the, everyone's ground rules are the same. It's across the board the same. No, they're not here because they're because they're they don't really want to be here, but they're forced to be here in this bubble or they're forced. To, they're just it's just back to what it was. Right. I think that's a big we, part of it, too. I, I remember my buddy that does
1: the South for an NFL team. He's like, I'm telling you, Alabama, they, they are not messing around. He's like, they, they didn't, this was before the season kicked off. He's like, you notice they didn't have a hint of an opt out. And then I think by the end you saw Waddle. I mean, this guy's a top 10 pick. He's going to go ahead of Devontae Smith. I tweeted it out once after he won the Heisman. I'm like, you know, guys know this guy's going to be the second wide receiver on his own team taken. of course, everyone called me an idiot. They're fucking wrong. But it, it, his point was like, Alabama, you don't understand how focused they are. And then by the end, they won the national championship. Nick was just like, this is my favorite team ever. And they, they I found them, of all the teams, it's no one's fault, just very, very enjoyable. Right? Just now they're really good. But it was like they were playing like it would be a normal year, even though it was this crazy, weird year. And it's hard because I don't blame any it. – it's weird situations. It sucks. I, I hate fucking – you got to wear a mask place. It's just uncomfortable for all these guys to do things. And you're just following the rules. You don't – these aren't not normal rules. I, they, they don't want – it's not going to be normalized. Like it's eventually going to go away. And it's hard. And I, I just think a lot of people, a lot of players, just the negative kind of – tape, there's just a lot of negativity around a lot of it. Which, for the first time, I you saw a little bit with golf. Just the fans back, just feels, it just felt like okay, we're getting back to what it was before, back when Corona was just a beer. And I just, if we can faster, we get there. I know my love for all this stuff will just kind of come back a little bit because it's just easier to watch.
0: Yeah, but don't, but don't let, but going off on this whole tangent takes away from the fact that that moment without any Corona uh, to me was going to be just as big, right? Uh, I. Like, I think yeah. that moment, what Bri- just the point what Bryson is doing, aside from all everything else we just talked about, which is totally legitimate, but what he's doing is crazy. That, that's the whole other part of this. Just like it was crazy when Steph started shooting threes from 10 feet behind the three-point line and everyone else started doing it. Now you got guys that are better at it. He changed the game. I mean, Bryson... I guess the question is going to be, is he changing the game or is, he, or is people not going to be able to catch up to him while he's still in his prime? Well, I, I was thinking Because he celebrated like a long drive champion. <laughs> it was badass. Well, the, I've tried to, I've
1: would uh, Kyle Berkshire, the, the actual long drive champion It works out with Bryson who hits it like 400 yards, who like they're buddies. Like that's, that's what that guy does after he wins it. My mom got me the TB12 book like four or five years, whenever it first came out. People forget because now... I mean, he's doubled and tripled down since then. I don't know. He's won three Super Bowls since like 17. When that kind of came out, remember there were some stories like, this guy's eating avocado ice cream. He doesn't eat tomatoes. Says you just don't get sunburned. You just drink water. People thought Tom was really weird. I, Tom was at this point where it was like, he was really good, but is he going the Scientology route? And then he won so much. And listen, I'm sarcastic about tb 12, but no one argues, not a fucking soul, that Guerrero and Tom figured something out. And it really worked, right? And everything he's doing see, I,
0: works. I, it has worked for him. I'm not sure. Like, to me, what Bryson's doing is, has more of a, a blueprint to it than TB12. Like, TB12 is yeah, a blueprint, see- but there's, not, there's no way to really prove that Tom wouldn't have been some version of this anyway. Now, he's just extremely hell. I mean, obviously, it's working for him. But I, I guess what I'm saying, there's no way to prove that it, you follow what Tom did and you'll also be able to play to your 43. Well, yeah, there's an element of injuries, but they're clearly well, not from injuries, a health standpoint. Saying, there's, there's no way to prove some of the science in his stuff. Whereas with Bryson, like, you can prove. like If you're big enough to hit it this far, you can totally change. If you can hit it that far, you can change the game.
1: Yeah, I, I would say even before that, remember, he had clubs that are all the same length. He was already doing things that right. were very, very weird. So there was some stuff like TB12 that were just out of left field that people thought he was a nut, right? I would say that is much... His club stuff... And they talked about it when he messed up a, a wedge shot today. They're like, you know, most people's sand wedges aren't the length of a six iron, you know? Right. And, it's, and he, he, that, to me, is probably where it parallels more TB12. No one's doing that, and it wouldn't work for anybody. The weight thing, I'd even push back a little bit. I don't think most people, one, would be capable— Of going all in like that and adding the amount of weight, and he's talked about the the like that's what like offensive linemen have to do. And at golf, I it would be hard to ever. I I think he's pretty out of left field, even with the weight stuff. Like that's to me where it's really resonated. Where I think a lot
0: of people look at it, go like, I don't think anyone else has this in the bag. The point is the the recipe is clear though. If you can hit it this far, you can change the way you play. Now maybe your body won't support that, but it's it's like that's what's clear with him. I think with Tom. I do think that my point is there's a little difference with TB12. I think it's a little more... We'll see if some other guy plays at least 43 because of TV, TB12. But people are just living longer all over the world, and it's not because of TB12, right? Well, yeah, I mean, a part of it. But I but I think
1: I think when we talk TB12, we're probably thinking more the tomatoes and the avocado ice cream as much as the stretching and the pliability and stuff. Like, Tom does not lift weights anymore. Like, they're, Tom is kind of... Because I, I think when you just bring up TB twelve to a random sports fan, the to me the first thing they would bring up would be the avocado ice cream or the no tomatoes or something food related for sure. I think if you if you open that book, a lot of it is the stretch it stuff that he does, and like he actually like he he ain't doing power squats. And if you just go to if we just went to the Niners, let's say OTA start at normal, and that first phase is lifting. Jimmy Garoppolo is in there doing the squats with his unit, right? You just do your stuff. Like Tom Like Tom, kind of changed. Remember Gronkowski started doing that and like Belichick got mad at him, thought he had a lot of strength or whatever. I just do think there were elements of Tom, the weightlifting stuff, that were very, very abnormal for football people, let alone the diet stuff. Because I think most, most teams would be cool with guys having their own little diet uniqueness stuff. But I think his weight and stretching stuff – Was almost like Bryson, because weightlifting, golf got kind of cool with Tiger, obviously. But even when you look at body types, besides Kepka, most of them aren't. Some guys are maybe cut, but they're not like super looking like NFL players. Bryson, after he hit that shot on Saturday, that was remarkable. I mean, it was awesome. Within less than a minute, his caddy, who I, I love his caddy because Bryson never shuts up. His caddy's not kissing his ass. His caddy doesn't even pay attention to him that often besides throwing, hands him the, the protein shake. Like, Bry, Bryson's
0: discipline on this shit is pretty nuts. It's a, Like, just with the I wonder, three protein I, shakes around. You and guy. I were talking not even on the air. We were just talking, or not recording it, last week. Like, can he, can, can, can he maintain the level of work that is required to not let your body get away from you to be able to do this. I
1: I guess my overall take with Bryson and Tom, and obviously they're famous, rich, professional athletes, but I do think in any business, when you're kind of the first to do something out of the ordinary, out of the ordinary, out of left field, something that's not on what the quote-unquote gatekeepers think, people are always talking shit. And I, I would say, obviously, people like Tom, people don't like Bryson, whatever. But I do think both their methods were people were talking shit left and right and when it first happened. And usually that person who always hangs a left first with just their own idea. It's not always going to work, but that's the guy that's usually remembered, not the one that just falls in line and just tries to master the, the stuff. I'm not saying not do stuff that works, Like There are things with like, you got to learn to putt and Bryson's learned to putt, right? Or you got to learn to like, you know, uh, I don't know, be loose on game day or whatever for football, but there are things that I do think you can try to master that aren't going to be the norm, and you know people are always going to rip on it when when you first try it out. And Brady had accomplished way more than Bryson when he did the tv 12 stuff, but I do remember a lot of people
0: poo-pooed it, and now no one says a word. And I think, well, that I think the Bryson. Well, I think there is from great. the from the from the food standpoint, a lot of people say that like that it's just that a lot of it's bullshit, but. You know, it'll be interesting, like does Edelman play till he's 40? Uh who well, are the I, other guys? I actually, do- I, actually, I, I actually read that Edelman might have to retire. He's injured. Well, he I know. He only played bad. like but again, it's but he's got to buy and, and it and he's not proof that it doesn't work. But I agree with your premise. I mean, but I but I do Elon think for example be, like you pick I, you pick any inventor. Like it's it's yeah, the same for all of them.
1: So I I just I I whatever you say, think about him. Obviously, Tom is just has a universal opinion now, right? He's just greatness. Bryson, listen. I mean, I if he can stay healthy, he's headed towards some greatness because he's going to rattle off a lot of dubs and do a lot of things that are just going to be remembered forever. He did this there, and it's it's, it's going to be related to a driver going far. I, I don't. While he's winning,
0: look, I, I the the question with him is not does it work or not. Like, there's no question about it now. It's how long can he maintain it? And can anybody else duplicate it? Right? Are guys just going to... I mean, we see players don't look like him, but we do see guys kind of swinging out of their shoes when maybe they didn't as much before, right, with the driver. Especially if you're playing yeah. with him. I, I do wonder... Or against him. He can...
1: One thing I noticed the last couple of days, these like 170 to 190 shots out of the rough... That anyone that's played in a course like Harding Park right now has this rough that's outrageous. If you get in there, it's hard to hit it like a hundred yards. He mentioned yesterday, he's like, I couldn't
0: have hit these shots out of the rough I was a year. That. This
1: is part of it, and it's just all power. Where his accuracy just matters so much
0: less because he can handle just being Weesh. close is the most important thing, as close as possible.
1: Well, he's closer to the hole, but he can he can overpower it out of the rough.
0: That What's to me, what you notice like, the that only today thing a that matters times? is as
1: close as possible. The accuracy doesn't matter as long as it's close. Yeah, so I mean, he kind of doubled down. It's it, it all kind of correlated, right? Like I'm going to be 40 yards farther than everyone else, and on top of that, my strength, it's going to be easier. Even if I'm not in the fairway, I'm still going to be able to get it on the green. His like process
0: scientifically is kind of playing out pretty well. Well, that was one of the big questions early, right? Was well, it's great if you're going to hit it far, but what if you're in eight eight inches of rough? What good is that going to do you? And the answer, yeah, is, I think he's
1: starting to prove is yeah.
0: All but here's the I mean, other thing with him, he's. Su- I don't think there's anybody on tour right now that I'm more confident in, from, you know, forty feet away, creating whatever that putt is. It's going to be a two putt. He, he, from wherever he is on the green, I'm confident he can two putt. Wouldn't you ball, say? Like the ball that his, he's, the put he won on. It was like we were talking about it while it happened. It was much further away than than I'm used to watching. I him didn't feel. To kind I thought he was going this. miss. Yeah. <laughs> he's usually just cleaning up putts.
1: It's crazy. I do just enjoy people who are successful that do things a different way, that just kind of beat to their own drum. Well, of course, I, 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 I would argue most more... of the most successful
0: people are that way.
1: Yeah, but I'd say like in flip, most of the NFL quarterbacks. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe there's not that big of a discrepancy of like the top ten guys. They all work really hard and do all the same shit. You know, most of them eat Yeah, healthy. and are probably just remarkably
0: talent right they just possess some things that other people don't so does bryson
1: right i mean he was an elite blue chip dude from fresno that goes to smu that wins a u.s amateur wins an this guy is not some little engine that could and also combined, he's very bright
0: so it's not any player might have you know just the way he thinks is very different than the way anybody thinks yeah and i always heard stories like like
1: manning was big on like getting extra help with the coaching staff dedicated to him and maybe more and more players do that. Now more and more players have, you know, special chefs. I'd argue if you don't have a special chef and you're a pro athlete now at like a high level, you're losing like you're behind like that to me would be essential. Yeah. To not have one. And most of them do like, it feels like the top guys do.
0: Also, what are you, what are you making all this money for? If you, if you're going to have to cook for yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, like maybe in, like to cook. Maybe like to cook, like uh, Chef Ryan and Billions. <laughs> remember him? Which was that? The was pizza that his guy, name Chef Ryan? Guy? No, the chef for Axe and his family. When he was like, remember the kids? Like, I don't like this. Like, you apologize to Chef Ryan. <laughs> you make it like, like eight course meals, and the kids are like, uh, you know, they want hamburgers or something. Maybe it was later. Remember that pizza joint he used to go to Oh, that he yeah. loved and yeah, he yeah. wanted
1: a piece of? It was, that was a different guy, but that was like Chef his Ryan was his
0: personal chef. Remember,
1: Chef yeah, Ryan okay, was yeah, yeah. house-sitting,
0: I, and they were gone, and they came home early, and, <laughs> and Chef Ryan's having sex by the pool. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was, oh, it was on one of those fold-out chairs. Yeah. Right? Wasn't it Chef yeah. Ryan? Wasn't that the guy's name? I, I, I haven't—I mean, that that was so—you've watched it so much more recently I guess that's me. true. I did watch it in the—I
0: I forget sometimes that that show didn't come out, like— I, mean, I, I, watched, I watched that first watched series would have been like 15. The whole thing through the pandemic and then the new season came out and then it just stopped. Remember that? They they couldn't finish the filming.
1: It's devastating. I, I, I've noticed this and this is where like my anger, again, anger strong, my just apathy that used to be more enjoyment with sports, like even watching spring training games that kind of feel empty. It's like I used to feel a little more juice when the place was packed and was it you or someone tweeted out the other day that like it still costs $290 to get into a spring training game. Well,
0: I tweeted the Suns Warrior game the other day. It was like $160 for the upper deck.
1: I thought it was like $208, your tweet on that. But there was a spring training game with the Giants. Well, because it was two tickets, I think I posted. Oh, two, okay, yeah. okay. Arizona opened up fully, but the, the Major League ba- Baseball capacity is still going to do limited stuff. Someone tweeted out that a ticket to go to a like a San Francisco Giants spring train because forever, right? Dem- Pre, ba- back when Corona was a beer... People went to spring training to hang out to like go on guys and girls and just vacations, right? You just went to Scottsdale during this period of time because it was fucking fun and you would go to some baseball games. I held my parents were doing it in their 60s. I mean, now granted, they knew some people to go watch a guy play with like get his chance at the big league club or whatever. But it's like it was a it was a destination and it was always expensive. It was an underrated thing. I don't think a lot of people realize it was not cheap to get into these places unless you were going like sit in the grass
0: it, if you wanted to seat I remember going in like ninety five or ninety six and it being like six dollars like it it's that stopped a long time ago
1: I, would you guess normal times' cheapest ticket with a seat would probably be close to a hundred bucks
0: yeah I, I haven't even i haven't somebody i haven't gone in forever. I haven't even looked in forever. I was going to guess the cheapest ticket was going to be like forty five dollars. Okay, but I but yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. You might be right. I really don't know. Yeah, I just know no, I've it's it's been doing spring expensive.
1: training in forever. And I, I'm not trying to get off on the spring training tangent, but ultimately, like, there's just not that much to watch. And I watched. I was telling you, I watched No Escape with Owen Wilson, and it's basically like, it's kind of like a Taken, but they actually don't get his kids. But it's one of those where he's like running away. But unlike Taken, Liam Neeson, he doesn't know how to fight or kill. He's just like a rich white guy who's working for this company that turns out to be kind of shady and is doing stuff in like thailand or vietnam you know basically taking workers like taking their business we're cashing in on it and so there's like a coup and they're trying to kill everybody it's one of those where he's just running around it'd be the equivalent if you're on vacation and your family's at the hotel and you're like seven to 15 blocks away on foot chaos ensues and this happens a lot in movies, and the guy's able to like run through all these random back roads and alleys. He has no clue where he is. Ultimately, make it back to the hotel before the bad guys get there. It's like impossible. He would have been killed before then. But it just kind of hit me like, God, there is just terrible television options right now. And part of it you think, like, sometimes I've done this the last couple months. It's like, I wonder what movies are out. And then you realize they haven't been making movies, John, for the last year. Like there aren't new movies in the hopper. Like oh, there's just this new uh, new Clooney movie. It's like I'm not even that into it, but I need something to watch. Coming to like America two just night. came
0: out. Yeah, I haven't checked out that out. There's this movie. Somebody tell me if it's good. I I had the opportunity to watch it Friday and just could not pull the trigger. I don't know if it's not the Mandalorian, but it's some Wandavision move. The what show? You talking about Wandavision? It's a, the show on
1: Disney? No, I'm talking up. A- no, this is a, a movie for rent. With like Jodie Foster, the chick Rogers is marrying, I think, and some other dude who's like in Guantanamo Bay, but he shouldn't be there. And I was like, oh, this looks like a kind of a newer movie. And then I checked a look and it's 1999. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I, I've done a, that occasionally over the years. If I'm really bored, I was like, I'm not that bored. Even though I've always argued, like, why don't we just end movie theaters and just bring it to the our home big screen and make it 1999? And maybe that's essentially what they did. But there aren't very good television options right now, guys. Okay? We're really kind of out. I, I just don't... I think movies, for the most part... I actually think Netflix, genius idea. And they have crushed it, and they made huge money. I think there's a lot of shit on there. And even before <laughs> Corona, I, I, ha, I started having this thought, like... I don't know if they could sustain... Like, their... Their hikes on price... And just you can tell where it's eventually going. It's only going to get higher and higher over the years, right? I mean, you've read some of these articles like this. You know, everyone wants to do Netflix movie because they pay a premium. I bet Hassan, you know, our our guy from Davis High, made so much money on some of his Netflix specials. I mean, they pay a ton. Well, so what does that mean? They gotta they gotta generate the cash. If we're talking about like a fifty dollar app in the next like ten years, which isn't out of the realm possibility, maybe maybe like thirty five ninety nine or something. The, qu- the quantity or the quality is not
0: equaling the price. Also, eventually. The, yeah, I, I had not thought of that, but I just listened to you. The other thing is the uniqueness is not is going to go away. Right. Every TV network now has their own streaming or is developing or is about to launch or just launched their own streaming. Paramount plus HGT, you know, whatever, whatever shows you watch commercial free, you just subscribe to it. So we are you see Peacock, you see the thing during golf like Rory and Peacock are doing something together Right, and they're all doing original programming. So it is just going to Netflix had a stranglehold on Hulu was around Amazon Prime had some movies, but now they're really coming strong. And there are so many more people involved. I will say this: I could not agree. House of How, House of Cards took
1: them to it. They had a they had who was they that? were the first Netflix. Uh, Netflix did their their equivalent to like a sweet HBO or Showtime show, and it was like people that did not have Netflix. I didn't at the time. I bought it for House of Cards, and I never looked back. And then you realize House of Cards. I mean, they've had three or four of those over the years, a like Narcos or something that's really good. But they're not. It's not you're not getting ten of those a year. I thought they were just gonna. Maintain, and then you just realize it's it's hard. You you don't get so many sweet quarterbacks in the draft. Show, right? think I mean, about you,
0: Showtime and HBO, how many of those shows do they put like hits a year? They, if they hands? do one or two a year, they're probably feeling pretty good, right? I think the worst thing I have I had forgotten that I'd watched that movie that you were talking about until you started describing it to me. No, no escape. I, and I have some. I I. It's possible he, that j- I he jumps. It. He but jumps sure from I've a building.
1: He jumps over a building. His wife jumps first. They throw the kids, and then he does the jump before the the rebels
0: can kill him. A tried and true movie moment. It's jumping buildings.
1: And then then the second daughter holds on. They almost fall off, pull her back (laughs) up. Ah, My fingertips.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's one of those. So I, I think I would challenge anybody right now listening to go to Netflix. I'll challenge you, John, to do this. Go to Netflix and pull up it's one of the first things that gets suggested to you because they claim it's trending is the new Kevin James show called the crew. And who's it, his crew. I don't even want to tell you anything about it. I really, I just want you to go and click on it. I'll watch it tonight. I, I want you to tell me how long you last and I'll, anybody watching you DM me or tell us, put it in iTunes review. I don't know how long can you watch the crew? I don't even want to tell you more because I don't want to poison the pool. Just how long can you watch The Crew on Netflix? And I defy you to tell me that you've watched something worse.
1: Well, this is where it hit me is last night. I ended up watching the first half of No Escape and I'm like, this is awful. And I saw that, you know, sometimes their trending is a movie that's like just a banger. Right. And it was training day. And I'm like, you know what? I probably haven't watched training day in like 20 years. Put it on. I'm like you're like god denzel he just he still looked skinny he was he was just he was a badass in that movie. This the whole movie was very very well written. And it started hitting me like I don't know how many more training days just in life because it's all so spread out now and some of these you read some of these stories like you know the 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 algorithms of the movie companies have realized you know just make marvel comics and like star wars that's where you make your money it doesn't even because the, the training days can be hit or miss with crushing it. Every once in a while, you get like, uh, what was the movie with like Leo Damon and J- and uh, Jack Nicholas and Marky Mark and, uh,
0: oh, you uh, know, uh,
1: whatever the underground the movie was the, uh, Yeah. Uh, well, great movie. Yeah. Well, like that. You, you're always hoping to get that, right. but sometimes you just get a dud. So you just I, I don't think we're going to get that many sweet movies moving forward. They'll just they'll just be on like Netflix or Amazon Prime. But you're also going to get a ton of like
0: the Kevin the James Departed. ones that
1: just suck. The Departed.
0: Uh, see, I, and maybe it's always been like that. I it just think it's much one, more spread out. One thing, though, in the last eight months, but it's always been this way, but more so lately. One thing that everybody talks about is what they're watching. And the things that are doing what well, they do, things just rise and social media exists and buzz builds and you feel like you can't get left out. And you got to watch it. And uh, in some ways, you almost get more conversation. Now, will you ever have just opening night, everyone in line at 4 a.m.? Will you get a lot of that? No, probably not. But maybe you will get some things that come out with a lot of anticipation or some big sequel and it they release it at one time and everyone's talking about it at the same time. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm fascinated
0: to watch what happens
1: to television and the music, just the whole thing, moving this in the next decade. Because I, I don't even, it's going to get so fresh, it's going to be all over the place. It will be. I I think the cream will always rise. I would agree, it's just going to be a different spot. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be hard to tell. Sure. And it might be kind of late, like, God, this movie's awesome, but no one watched it because it was on like... You know Hulu Seven or what? I don't even know. I mean, not not everyone's gonna have everything. No, because I'm not. I don't have Hulu. I don't have, I don't have Apple Plus or Apple TV. I don't have Disney Plus. Like, there's still a lot of stuff
0: that I don't have. Right. It's kind of like right. What you're predicting is something that is in the realm of podcasts where there's a million of them doing well because there's all these niches where somebody might say, "Have you heard of Haberman and Middlecoff?" And someone else would say, "No." They're like, "Oh, I listen to it all the time." And they'd be like, "Well, have you heard of?" You know uh, uh the, bourgeois the, And the, the, Devereaux the, It's New Orleans the, version Of Abram and a Middlecoff Like nah I haven't heard the, of those the, guys the, the
1: difference is though You gotta pay for it You know with podcasts I don't think We're any close to paying for Like
0: subscription models Because we all can make money Off advertising Right I'm just saying it's seg- There's just the segmentation of it Where the, there's so many Different ways you can There's enough out there For everybody to survive And Yeah and Like do you have all. Apple TV? Um You know what we do as part of like an add on to something else that we got for free for a month or for it must be for a year because I got it for Ted Lasso. And I think we still have it. So I can't. Yes, is the short answer. But I haven't watched it other than Ted Lasso. Oh, That's where Ted Lasso is. Yeah. Did you watch Ted Lasso? I did. Loved it. Good show. Yeah, I thought it was really good. At first, I'm like. I'd seen the previews and a couple of people told me about it and I was like this is too cheesy. This is dumb. And they're like no no no, it's not what you think it is. I mean it is, but it's not. I really liked it. It was just easy. easy. It was like action or is nah, it? It's just he's a soccer coach who's a he was a a college football coach who gets hired to coach a soccer team and it sounds stupid, but it's just I enjoyed it. it, it no, I liked yeah, Little I got- Big League and Rookie of the Year too, so but every everyone I know liked it. Well, those okay. Two. So there you go. But Get on the Prize Picks app, just like me, and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Football season's over, but hoop season is getting hot. Tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. So get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And you can get it on baseball too. I've got some season long, more or less picks. On multiple stat projections on home runs. Uh, not off not feeling great about Shohei less than 38 and a half right now, but I put that one in the app just because I wanted something to root against with the Dodgers. Prize Picks offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live, even if one of your players get injured. So hoops, somebody leaves in the first half, no problem. Injury insurance. And on prize picks, you can win up to 100 x your money with as little as four correct. I love it. It's Download the app today. Use code HAM50 for the first deposit match of up to $100. ButcherBox.com slash ham helps you make good decisions. Last night, I was thinking about ordering out, and then I reached into the freezer, grabbed some ground beef, and all of a sudden, it was homemade taco night. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with ButcherBox because it's high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always, and you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff. curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham, and you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. I'm going to give you the same advice I gave my buddy who just called me recently because he was getting a vasectomy. He just came from the doctor. They said they told me I got to shave. I said, gotta get to more like it. And I sent him the Lawnmower 5.0 from Manscaped. It's going to be the MVP for him and for you this March, go to manscaped.com and use the code HAM to get 20% off and free shipping. Get the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, and you'll be the Cinderella story of March. The Lawnmower 5.0 is strong until the last stroke with a battery that lasts the entire tournament, a waterproof design, and interchangeable skin-safe blade heads that guarantee smooth ball handling. Every time to top it off. The performance package throws in two free gifts, boxers 2.0 and the new toiletry bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code ham at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping manscaped.com code ham. When things get hairy, make sure to call on manscaped in clutch time to Oh yeah. I was just looking at some pictures of a concert. Luke Bryan. my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is a couple weeks ago, and I said, you, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to Tecovas.com, and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to Tecovas.com. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered, can I pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing. When they invented Western wear and it's all kinds of Western staples trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance, pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to a store, Decovas delivers the most premium quality, most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Decovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes West. Can I tell you about my
1: friends? Very, very good friends. And mainly because I've been using this app for a long time Game Time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run? Well, that's where you use Game Time. You just download the app on your smartphone and you can search any event concerts, comedy shows, games. Pro and college. Search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app. And uh, it's really easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough. And here's what we're doing for you. When you use the promo code HAM, H-A-M, you save $20 off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout,
0: and save $20 to any event. Download the GameTime app now. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel, vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Okay. I this got to get this one off my chest.
1: And listen, I have a love-hate relationship, and right now it's mainly hate. And I, I would love to deactivate my account. And I dream about it all the time. The only reason I don't is because I still like for the business we're in, it's it would be pointless, right? I mean, it, not pointless in the sense of I'd be doing it because I can't mentally handle it, though sometimes I can't. And sometimes this app breaks me and it brings negativity in my life that I don't need, want, or even care about the negativity what these people think. I don't know why I care about these other thoughts.
0: Stay tuned for and when you're done with this rant. I'm going to tell you why this has nothing to do with Twitter, but please continue. Yeah, in
1: in Twitter. So last night, and listen, I I met Dana White. I have a lot of admiration for Dana White as a businessman. I went to Cal Poly when the UFC took off. Like after, people forget this, John McCain tried to ruin the sport because it was so quote-unquote barbaric and they had a lot of trouble getting over the hump. And in the early 2000s, Maybe I I don't know all the details, but I just remember they were able to fight some different places. Chuck became a big star. Chuck had gone to Cal Poly and was living in San Luis and was taking down college chicks as he became a star. And you'd see him out; it was very cool. It was like it was our version of like a dude in the NFL, Chuck Liddell. So I I have I have a lot of respect I, there. Chad Mendez, who was in my class at Cal Poly, I witnessed him kick the shit out of people on the street on Hathaway at Cal Poly, and obviously on the ring. He almost, yeah, I think he was Just out the ring. It's the octagon. Well, no, no. This was uh, outside of the octagon. At the time, he was a wrestler, and he was one of the best wrestlers in the country, and then he went to UFC, and he fought Conor McGregor, and all the, like, he's a, he was the toughest motherfucker I've ever seen live. I have a lot of respect for the UFC. I don't consistently consume it, though. I don't know all the rules. Besides, like, oh, it's big fights going on. If, if it's a McGregor, or whatever, I'll buy it, but I don't buy the random fights. So last night, clearly ESPN their business model with the UFC which is smart did you notice i don't know if you were flipping channels yesterday they build it up all day no. and then when the main events didn't, they go they go to paper
0: and i'm not saying this dismissively didn't notice it at all other than well, you didn't mentioned no, it on my you book didn't
1: book. notice UFC was just on ESPN yesterday? like you go to you don't go to guide uh-huh. I, uh,
0: I do go to the guide you know maybe i was not uh, i was out a lot of saturday maybe that was part of it but so yeah I did I it was, it saturday. would have been, it would have been during the day it would have been like
1: from let's say one to five, and they kind of have, you know, they must have like, I don't know how many fights, but a ton. And then at five, they just go to like college basketball because the sweet fights go to the pay per view. Smart way to build up the business. I didn't follow to the pay per view. And one of their big fights last night might have been the main event. Dude got DQ'd. And the guy, his both of his knees, or maybe, one, I guess I'm looking at it right now, one of his knees are on the ground, and the guy goes a knee to the head. Mm-hmm. And I just tweet out, why are you not allowed to do this? Just a simple question. Why are you not allowed to do this? The majority of people are like, because that's a bitch move, only done in street fighting. Gotta have some sort of rules, man. Can't be allowing guys, knee someone like that who is down. Murder,
0: just a thought. That's a good one.
1: That is- Murder, just a
0: thought. By the way, you're it's so like, angrily guys. reading the first two. What, what if you just read, can you try reading the second one you read, but in just a normal voice? Because that's a bitch move. Only done in Street Fighter. Maybe that's how they meant it.
1: Well, and there's some normal ones. No Knee Down. Rules of UFC. Uh, but it's like, dang, Middle. Dang. Middle wants Barbarian style. Bring back Gladiator. It's like, hey, guys. As a casual viewer, two things. One, speaks to Twitter and its negativity. It's, it's a fucking hellhole of people being miserable. Two. Thank you for spreading that now here. Niche sport guy. Like, most people don't understand your rules, right? Because they don't... This isn't baseball, basketball, or football. It's not a mainstream sport. And there are clearly some, I I would say, just... I don't even... Semantics or just specific rules that you're going to know that I'm not going to know. I have witnessed people straddle, porn-style a dude's throat with their legs around the throat and take their elbow and smash the guy's fucking skull in. And you're like, murder just a thought? How... You can't be like, how can you not understand that when literally the go to power move is straddling a guy's face and giving him elbows to the side of the cranium? Like, okay, barbarian fucking guy like I've witnessed it. So but to me, that's and this is back to just overall niche guy. I think a problem with niche sport guy and we saw this forever with soccer. Jim Rome used to have good rants on this. They aren't very open minded with like, hey, guys you guys realize the sports landscape right now you have football who is dominating it's wide open for everything else there is a lot of real estate and there is a lot of things up in the air for people to take over you want as many people to come like your sport watch your sport and just explain your sport and i get it's a it's an edgier group and maybe some of these guys like to fight or whatever but the reactions were mind-blowing. I just like, I'm going to log off. So, the God, these people are pissed off. I don't think what you just described is a well, here, Twitter I'll thing. Give you an,
0: I'll give you – here's the one I didn't read. Are you joking? Question mark. By the way – oh, I, you just got me – ah. I'm glad you said that. Hold on. Let me make a note. I want to get back to are you joking. I don't think what you just described is a Twitter thing. I think the only part of what you describe being a Twitter thing is you tweeted uh, – what did you say? Why is this not allowed, right? With a question mark. The, yeah, Twitter, a the Twitter aspect of what you just described is that question marks are viewed as statements, not questions. Like most questions are not viewed as an innocent question on Twitter. Everyone, you just assume it's a passive aggressive comment, right? I think you assume when you see a question mark that it's like, why is this not allowed? You just assume that someone is not saying, why is this not allowed? Because no one talks like that on Twitter, right? No one says on Twitter like, hey, I, I don't understand this. Can somebody help me out? Like that's rarely, it's rarely said that way. So that part of it's Twitter. I think or, the rest or, of it,
1: or or maybe it's always said. Now we've just misinterpreted to this point.
0: Maybe it's said more. Well, often I do than think we there think. are plenty of arguments that start on Twitter that come out of nowhere for one of the people. It's like, whoa, well, <laughs> you know. But then somebody escalates it. You can't back down. Like you got to escalate it. Um, but I do think what you described is just. I I maybe some psychologists could explain this to us. There is a basic human desire to like be the one that discovered something. I do. We all do it. I mean, we've probably done it a million times. You know, I said last year, I was the first guy to say XYZ, which you kind of have to advocate for yourself. I have no problem with it, but it's always, I was a fan of that band beforehand or I knew that guy was going to be big before he blew up, this, that, and the other. And you're right. There is something to niche. It's niche sport guy. It's small market fan guy. It's, I don't know what it is. For your, for your thing to get big, you need the people who don't quite get it. You got to educate. I do think this about, European soccer fan, they don't care. American soccer fan has like this edge to them. European soccer fan could care less. You know why? Cuz in their world it is the biggest thing. Right? They make fun of American they make fun of baseball. They make fun of our shit. Yeah. And uh, uh hockey hockey I find it too where it's like well, how do you why don't you get it? It's like I don't I actually like it. I I like it enough, but no one wants to hear that. They want you to either love it or hate it. But I don't think that what you just described, what you experienced is I think might be what you'd experience on like a message did board 30 you, years did, ago. Did you, did you see the highlight of the guy getting the knee? I saw the face? highlight when you posted it, yeah. I did not do know that th- that, th- that was a d- rule.
1: Do you, th- do you think after all the highlights over the years you've seen of people getting demolished on the ground, I'm talking that elbow feel to the to the side of the, the head, the cranium, I can't imagine the pain that that inflicts on a human being. And to just go out of left field like middle cuff. You want murder? Like, okay, guys. I don't understand <laughs> why you're you not... so offended, why you're so sensitive well, to I, it. Because I can't, I can't fathom, if you like the UFC, some of the beatdowns, which is the point of the sport, which is why every human, whether you're into fighting or not, I think we all go, God, you got to be a crazy SOB to get in that thing, right? Yeah. You got to be a crazy mf to step in that octagon. Like, that's a universal take. Like, everyone would have that. Because we've all seen the highlights of a guy tripping or when he holds his leg and he flips him and he gets and he again porn style cradling his face but unlike porn style going side elbow to the dome and it's just like is this guy going to live and then for all these UFC diehards to not to be like I can't believe you wanted that guy to die. Like, 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 like we have, sta- we I, have I just, standards I don't standards here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sir. Like, uh, listen. You, you guys. You basically listen. what you're saying is the street, the, the speed limit, 60, 60 miles an hour on the street. You drove by at 61 and people are like, whoa, excuse <laughs> me. The speed limit is 60 here. <laughs> or maybe like, it's that everyone you, drives I'll 85 give you, I'll give you, and good you analogy. drove at 90. Maybe that's what it was.
1: I'll, I'll give you a good analogy in my parent now my brother lives in the same neighborhood now it's it's all under 25 and when you live in a in a in like a community that streets where you know in the suburbs you get a lot of families that put out kids at play mm-hmm. slow down and when i was in high school driving to my parents house i used to on purpose speed it up but the older you get you realize like i don't even have kids yet i completely get it especially on like if it's a you know, suburb community and like goes to cul-de-sac where you're naturally going to slow down, but there are long stretches, you, probably some people are going like 40 miles an hour, right? Too fast. But if you had put those signs out, if you were on a freeway where the speed limit was 65, you'd be getting mad all the time, right? Kids at play, slow down, and the speed limit is 65. It's like, well, I, I don't know what you want me to do here. You would argue. I ain't, I ain't going to go we'll play on the freeway. if the speed limit is 65. Yeah, yeah move, right? You can't get mad and and you're right. I'm sure a lot of people thought I was probably trolling or whatever. I honestly, and maybe, honest I'm just saying
0: Maybe some of them thought that. Maybe some of them weren't being dicks in their replies, and you read them all like they were all being assholes.
1: Yeah, I think I I felt the majority of them came from, I can't believe you don't understand this, because that's usually niche sport guy. And to, you do agree, though, it'd be hard to fathom the, the barbaric nature, which I'm cool with. I mean, these guys know what they're signing up for. That does happen legally in that sport. And then just if you just a casual guy sees that, be like, that's not allowed. This is unsafe. (laughs) I mean, flying
0: knees go viral. You can do flying knees. When I I saw the clip. one knee can't be on the ground. When I saw the clip, my reaction was, wait, that's not legal? Oh, I guess maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess I can see that. But if you had shown that to me, be like, this guy won this way. I've watched enough of it to not think. I've obviously not watched enough of it to know it's not allowed. But, but I've watched, seen enough, highlights I've of watched enough to go like, yeah, that seems normal. Like, well, yeah, that fits right yeah. in with everything else they
1: do. My 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 recommendation to anyone who you should always, and we, we often used to have this argument like with the Oakland guy relative to the Niner giant guy, because the A's fan and the Raider fan historically always felt like they were getting the short end of the stick. And the in the terms, terms of coverage Like when we were doing radio yeah. in terms of coverage, yeah. In terms of coverage... In terms of radio coverage, newspaper coverage, the whole thing. attention. And it's true. Yeah. It's strictly because it's a numbers game. And the more people you have that claim your side, the, the bigger quantity you can bring in, the more people will talk about you. Because they're just trying to get those numbers. The reason when you read, the Cowboys are getting all these primetime games... Cause they bring the most people. Why doesn't you Skip know, Bayless? Why doesn't Skip Bayless wear a Cardinals jersey on TV? <laughs> yeah. Well, why does Sunday night baseball always put the Yankees? It's not a complicated formula. This is where why do Haverman and Middlecoff
0: talk about football all the time? <laughs> that's
1: pretty easy. And I just thought UFC guy. I'm in my mid 30s. I, I I'm open to whatever. Like I, I've I watch a lot of shit. Right. You should want me. I've already said I like your CEO, one of your most famous members. I have a connection to you had a guy recently, Chad Mendez, I went to college with like I loosely followed your sport. That to me immediately kind of drove
0: me away. Like but there's fuck these there's guys. just a lot of evidence that people don't think like that. That people no, people want, want people to own want it for Nirvana. Themselves.
1: Always, yeah, people want Nirvana. They don't want him to come out with the album. They want him to play underground forever. Yeah, mainstream's a bad word. Which, Which is, is the dumbest thing the I've ever.
0: I, 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 I don't yeah. relate to that at all. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, we, we don't want to sell out and become pop. It's like, oh, okay. Well,
1: you don't have yeah, to. Ask Taylor, ask Taylor Swift and Justin Timberlake how that went.
0: Yeah. So,
1: so yeah. That's, you got triggered I had to get that didn't? off my chest. I, I, I did. I, uh, but you know what was remarkable?
0: What, the community somehow came a, together the next day? And, no, I,
1: I might have had a Camino or whatever when I tweeted and I could see it going. I was like, you know what? I'm not really in the mood for this. I just, I just turned, I didn't, never went back to the app. Good for you. That's where I really, grew. I didn't argue with one person. But I, I, after about five tweets, I'm like, people clearly think like I'm either trolling or like
0: an idiot for this one. It was, it was. Yeah, it sounds like some of the reaction was, how dare you think we're barbarians, John?
1: Th- that's what I got. That, that's where, you know, four years ago, me would have gone like a thread. And like got, found some video evidence. Right. It was like I don't even care, but you guys—you are barbarians. I mean, again, when when I close my eyes and when I think UFC knockouts or I think the UFC ones that are like whoa, always revolve around the dude straddling them and doing the side because el- that elbow move—I I didn't even know it existed till UFC. I thought most people hit with their ar- arms. Those guys go chicken wing and just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the one that always makes me a little queasy. Like, oh no.
0: help them out. You know, call the fire. The referee's like, job. You you a, la- a knee to the face. Guys, we've seen flying knees before. Like, in the NBA, we've got three guys to make sure that, you know, we, somebody didn't scoot over a little too quickly out of position. This is one guy whose job it is just getting there and make sure nobody gets murdered today. Like, the pressure on a UFC referee is sky high compared to every other referee, right? Even though we yeah. never tweet about it, the Twitter's always making fun of the NBA guys. This guy's job is to make sure nobody dies today. And it's I not know. like a fastball up and in, hold on, let me warn both benches. It's, no, people are going to be repeatedly bashed in the eye socket with an elbow. Let me let, me, let me let it get right up to the line, but then stop it when it's too far.
1: You could even argue high-level boxing's the same way because you yeah. hear the term a lot, like, stop the fight, stop the fight, this isn't safe. And now I think what we know with like, you know, guys that fight for a long period of time, the long term health, like that is not that every extra shot when you're already kind of dazed, like you got to help this guy. It's a it's a because then if you do get in too early, like he he had a shot, like, why'd you why'd you cut it off? You know, it's a hard. It's a no win situation. You talk a shitty job, right? Being a referee of the NFL and the NBA, it's much more public. And you just definitely in the NFL, right? You just if you're going to do Monday night or Sunday night or Thursday, you're just in front of a lot of fans. I mean, you're just talking a win or a loss, and it might cost the coach or a player a job, but you're not costing livelihoods in terms of, like, their life. In, in UFC, like, that would be
0: one of those things that you're just like, God, is this... They can just get somebody, somebody, yeah, my leg well, Yeah, I actually saw that happen. I, saw, I went to a UFC event at uh, HP Pavilion a long time ago. Dude broke his leg. Remember there was a recent one.
1: Was it McGregor? Remember someone just kicked him in the leg and just shattered his it's leg? It's like, oh, yeah, middle cough. You think we're barbarians, like well, just, Carter just got random kicked to the leg and just shattered it. I mean that's just that's just cool <laughs> like what, what's in vogue and what's like uh what's viewed as barbaric? I don't know you guys, you guys have a thin line on this
0: one. I will tell you that much. hendo isn't that, that was a guy right? I saw that guy fight. I don't think he's the one I don't did he break his leg u f c something something Somebody can tell me it was a while ago but yeah, it was many years ago. uh The one thing I thought sometimes people hit me up and they go. Uh, hey, will you listen to my broadcasting tape? You know, my play-by-play. Yeah. I did have this thought this weekend listening to one particular highlight. I don't know how you feel about this. If you even have an opinion, Some, someone someone sent it to no, you. No, no, no. I just just was watching, watching TV. I think the worst cliche that a play, that a broadcaster can use is "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" Like, no, we're not kidding you. This is this, What? I, I think it's terrible. I have nothing much more to say about it other than that. I think Are You Kidding Me is awful. I think it's the worst. I think it's – I hate it. I think it's so like bad. You're, you're, I think you're saying so, like,
1: an incre- like an incredible play yeah.
0: or a bad play? An incredible play. Yeah. And Are You Kidding yeah. Me for like a bad referee call? Or something That's fine. But Are You Kidding Me for just like something amazing is just so unimaginative. and So, so you're cool
1: with an Are You Kidding Me if a guy gets
0: like tossed from a game that you think well, is 100%. Ridiculous. That's just a normal part of conversation. Like I, I can't believe yeah. he just got tossed. Are you kidding me? But just like yeah. Steph Curry had but a damn Billy shot. just got a, Billy just got arrested for peeing on the side of the roof or whatever. Thank you. <laughs> but yelling, "Are you kidding me?" four times in a row doesn't do it for me. I, I think it's my least favorite sports cliche. What about pay dirt? Pay dirt? I don't hate pay dirt. I hate yeah, as, of I, I still... What's as, of as of late. Nobody says as well. Nobody says like you know. I haven't really been digesting cheese as of late. But in baseball, it's like ah, oh, it's been hot as of late. It's the only place you ever hear "as of late" is in. Sports broadcasting. Uh, they've won seven. Uh, they've won. Uh, they've won a lot of games as of late, but nobody else says, like, uh have been having some car trouble as of late. Nobody says that. Did you see the clip of Trevor Bauer who incorporated, like, uh,
1: the dude from Pirates of the Caribbean in, like, this tweet? But it was, he was either, he had a black Jack eye Spiro. or he was closing his eye. Yeah. Did you see that? Like, he struck out the side the other day or uh-uh. had his couple sweet Trevor pitches. Bauer he was, tweeted like, this? Yeah, I mean, it don't even look. It's too, it just takes a minute. It, but it's... I think he was closing his one eye when he was pitching. Okay. Or he had a black eye, like someone hit him. I couldn't tell. I, I think it was he was closing an eye as he was
0: pitching. Oh, yeah. And striking guys yeah, out. Yeah, okay, I see that now.
1: He, he clearly, you know, is a little toolish. He's got a little Bryson to him. But just watching the highlights, he might have mastered what he's doing right now. <laughs> and he might just he's fucking trying. kick ass and take names. Yeah. He's so he might be a tool, he's but to he might be an elite tool.
0: He's good for ball. I know that, just like Bryson's. Good is for is ball. he? Do you think? Did you want, Is he closing his eye? Yeah, it looks is like he's, he's closing doing? his eye. Yeah, Michael Jordan at the free throw line style. Yeah, but keeping one because then he pointed to it afterwards. Yeah,
1: I, I. You want a prediction? I think a fight starts over something he does in the NL West, either with the Padres or the Giants. Feels like the Padres. I yeah, I could also see the Giants. Just there's just going to be some simmering, even if it's a random guy.
0: Maybe he's kicking their ass. How about the Diamondbacks? Huh? Dude, is there a DH? Is there DH this year? Stephen Vogt going to uh, a universal DH? I don't think so. Have they decided? So he has, so he has to hit. Yeah, I don't think there is. Cause they they took forever to decide.
1: Yeah, they they I, they didn't decide. Well, I mean, they decided, but they said no. Yeah. So, so he does have. To I, hit. I bet. Yeah. I, I think a fight starts with him getting plucked. I think you're probably when right. he's, when he, when he's When he's cruising, because he, I could see him kicking people's ass. Like, if Bryson had to interact with others, I think a fight would happen, right? Like, if Bryson's lucky his sport doesn't have to mess with anyone. If he played football, basketball, like, something would happen. But in his sport, people can just be mad on their own and nothing's going to happen. Trevor, you're only going to be able to tweet so many things about embarrassing guys without, especially if you have to take ABs, without getting blasted. Yeah, and and then it gets absolutely. weird, like, is his teammate going to stand up for him? You know, it's just... Are they going to hate him? I found out this weekend Jock Peterson plays on the Cubs.
0: Did not know that. I almost (laughs) tweeted this the other day because I watched them on Tuesday and then I watched them again. I think they played the Mariners on Wednesday and then they played again Friday. I already got my MLB TV. I've been watching spring training games for a week. uh, And I've watched them three times. And I do think if I think uh, he's obviously not the best hit in the game or close to that. I'm not saying that. But I do think just when Jock Peterson swings, I think it's my favorite swing in baseball. I just I just did, love watching. Did you baseball.
1: know he was on did you know he was on the Cubs? I did,
0: yeah. Is did they get rid of Schwarber? Schwarber is on the The, the Rays? Is he on the Rays? I don't know where he is, but
1: he's So basically they what when I saw that I'm like oh, they just got a better version of Schwarber. <laughs> they got this guy. Like that's they're gonna be better.
0: Where is Schwarber? I mean, I'd, I'd rather have Josh. I, like I want to see was Cow-
1: playing for Cleveland, but it feels like he's on one of those teams. That's one of the things with baseball. No yeah, he's one on really the knows. Yeah, but the once Nats. the season starts, well, one hundred percent.
0: Remember when but I mean, we went, to, you and I, and Chris Ball was our producer. We went to spring training, and Chris was—I think he was like—was it Ball or Ogden? Was determined to get Kyle Schwarber on the show, like like way back, like he had been drafted. I think I think I think it was Ogden. Determined to get Kyle. I thought he He wanted it. one
1: other guy. I thought he wanted like Clayton Kershaw or something too. Because the Dodgers were close, yeah,
0: for sure. He was trying to get, aim for some other guys, but just the Schwarber one. I remember being like, "Schwarber, wh- who is Kyle Schwarber? Like, what?" It was a great call <laughs> he was on though. his fantasy team or something. Yeah, I don't even remember why, but it was a good call. Anyway, Scott Kazmir, we interviewed him one time. Spring training, he had his little dog. I think he's on the Giants. Yes, yeah, might be another. thing okay. <laughs> All right, uh, you know, we'll talk about. Uh, currently, Oprah's <laughs> doing a massive interview with uh, Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle tonight did you know i mean
1: they're a little like uh tmz they paid for it like it's Who's not like they? they agreed to do it for free cbs gave you know seven to nine million dollars to get the two of them to, to them talk. and
0: why are they talking for a reason there's some controversy they're bullying
1: people yeah I, I i actually did fall down a little bit of a rabbit hole i don't think prince harry's a big fan of the uk and the united kingdom like he just hates his home like he doesn't like i don't think he likes the tabloids he doesn't like being a prince uh, I, I think he just he loves America. Like, I I, I just watched a bunch of it's these clips over out. the years. Well, he just I, he they live here. I think they live in Nashville with Texas. I mean, they, they moved. They left. They left the kingdom like they didn't want a part of it anymore. That's I, so I think there it's a big international story. I don't think we care as much over here, but I think he's just anti the royal family, anti their bullshit. They thought that Meghan Markle was like <laughs> the been driving force. <laughs> and I just watching some of these talks that he's had, I actually think he just hates it all. He was he hates the press. Kind of
0: normal, or what's his deal?
1: Yeah, actually, kind of got a normal. I, I I feel like I'd be friends with him. That's cool. I always thought she was really hot in suits too. The, I mean, suits. I, was a good she kind of gets a bad rap. Not from me. Not from you. Why? Well, I feel she gets in the in the controversy of should he have come to America or stayed and been a prince. Right. She gets pigeonholed as the one that drove the force but if you go on the deep rabbit hole Prince Harry was thinking like this back before he was like in high school and then when he, remember he went to the military and this thing was like I gotta be on the front lines like you can't just make me stay here yeah. I want to fight that was his big thing yeah. I was like God, I like this guy because uh, remember one time he was giving that interview and he like ripped off the thing and ran toward the helicopter
0: <laughs> vaguely He's like, you guys aren't
1: leaving without me he was like doing a sit down with like UK TV and then it's like woo 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 like, oh. something happened, and he just rips it off and takes off. Okay, well, fin- I was uh,
0: big Prince Harry guy ever since. We'll finish with this, just because Twitter's talking about it as we finish up this podcast. How much money do you think Chase Daniel has made in his career? Because apparently Schefter tweeted that the Lions are having trade discussions about trading him. Uh, Chase Daniel. So big quarterback news to wrap up Sunday night, John. I actually
1: attended, little origin of Chase Daniel, when I was an intern for the Kansas City Chiefs. In 2007, they hosted the Missouri showdown between Missouri and KU. College game day came at the time. They were three versus two. Todd Reesing was the Kansas quarterback. Chase Daniel was the Missouri quarterback, and they were awesome that year. I have a picture of the line of scrimmage that I took and I blew up in a, in a frame here in my office. Uh, he was going to be like, people thought he was like Drew Brees or whatever. Obviously not. $70 million. No, I mean, that feels $39 million Yeah, 30, yeah seven feels high.
0: 39 is a lot for a guy that's terrible. Probably more than Joe Montana, who I saw at the farmer's market again today.
1: Yeah, just if you're Joe Montana and you just check Twitter tonight and you just see that someone's like, God, Chase Daniel made $40 million. You're not happy. I
0: can't blame him. No, but I mean, Joe looked happy. I saw him from afar. He was pushing a cart of vegetables with Jennifer. So people are leaving him alone. I do. You know, Third, one t- one t- If you want to see Joe-, Joe Montana in person, I think your best chance, the Fort Mason farmer's market, usually around 930 on a Saturday. He comes when it's busy. 10, you also say too like ten thirty? I'd say he's pretty like his fame is held pretty strong, very strong.
1: Like you, you just say Joe Montana to someone, women, men, sports fan, non sports fan. I think it's like people know him, huge, big. (laughs) (laughs) Now, would you rather be richer and have less people know you? Probably.
0: Uh, I think he's doing good. All right, he's doing fine. On that note, (laughs) see you later. Have a good week, everybody.